That's that child. Climaxing at the corners of the mouth. Well, chance would be a fine thing. Pure filth. I'm Michelle. And I'm Sarah. And this is a podcast about writing. Welcome back. Three episodes in a row, Sarah. I was literally just about to say that. I I feel I feel like this reminds me of that meme that I sent you a while ago where it was like, um, a girl's chat is just a place to massively over celebrate each other's most menial tasks. Like wow we've done three episodes like let's let's go on a spa weekend to reward ourselves <laughs> or like the other day when I was like I'm in bed before 11 p.m because I'm amazing yes yes just like that that was a good achievement for me um but yeah here we are yeah um how how's things any crack any man news any dick no 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 actually um i have been invited for some dick oh yeah yeah that was the thing you were texting about earlier yeah so i got invited by mr fox who we've discussed on previous episodes Mm -hmm. to a hotel where a large number of people will participate in what to me looks like a sex relay event I think they just call it an orgy. But not everybody will be together at once, will they? Um, No, but I don't think that is required for it to be an orgy. I just think it has to be a lot of people and some people can be fucking sometimes and some people can be not fucking sometimes. No, but what I mean is not everybody will be present at the same time. So when he was here last, he showed me a literal spreadsheet. Oh, Jesus. With names of people who mm. were coming, what time they were arriving at, what time they had to leave at. Some of them were there, like, for the whole day, but, mm. some of, but most of them weren't. And it very much gave me, like, primary school sports day relay race vibes. <laughs> <laughs> like tagging in and tagging out? Yeah. Talking cool. in for their shift? Yeah. Team sports. Team sports. It's an important aspect of social development. It was never a big part of my social development. <laughs> Didn't play sports um, as well, no. Which is partially why I've declined the invitation. Yeah. Uh, I actually thought it was kind of interesting because when he sent me the invite earlier, I thought, you know what? Sarah, five years ago, would have fallen over herself at this. I thought that when you, because we were texting about this earlier, obviously, and you had text, you sent the screenshot of the text or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I saw in the text message that you said, oh, no, not really for me. And I was like, oh, that kind of seems like something Sarah would be into. So I was surprised that you had said no. Yeah, I feel, look, this is such a cliche. And I actually fucking hate it when people say this. But like, I really need a connection with somebody now. Yes. I used to be very into the kind of anonymous, like with whoever sex, right? I like, I was into the act of being that slutty. 
if you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Oh, I do apologize. What was that? A dog? No, it was my foot pushing things off the coffee table. Oh, well, um, that was stupid. Yeah, I used to be really into the sort of anonymity of it and like the, I don't know, like griminess is a wrong word because I'm sure all of these people are very clean and like Mr. Fox, you know, like I'm sure that they are very nice people and I'm sure there's lots of very attractive people. But I just, I used to be really into the act of those kinds of things. Whereas now I'm like, it wouldn't even be enough if somebody was really good looking. Like the seediness of it. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I am the same as you. And I kind of think this goes to today's topic. Yes. Of singleness almost. Um, But yeah, I completely agree. So um, I haven't had any dick, obviously. Although I did get back on the apps and stuff. And I've been trying to like talk to people then yeah but it's not really working out um because nobody I'm getting loads of matches but no chats and then on fab I just can't get interested in anybody that messages me so that's the same at the minute I'm really and I have been, for, I would say, for the last six months, like, re- just really not interested. The only mm. reason I still have my account, this is an all honesty, is for the best worst message. But yeah. because I literally go, like, three, four weeks without even logging in, when I go in, there's no messages because I'm not being You're not shown online. in the algorithm. You know what I mean? So, like, I might just put my profile on private because it's just not, I just don't think it's for me anymore, like, yeah, I I never thought I'd hear the day. I know, I know. It's we. I know. Mad. But, yeah, I don't know what it is either. Like I'm quite, like I'm not having a lot of sex right now, but I don't feel like. All right, calm down. <laughs> For everybody listening, Michelle just made a very like. I don't know how to describe it. Like like, yeah, Yeah. you're fucking not having a lot of sex right now. Um, But I don't really feel like I'm missing out. Like, yes. I'm kind of happy to just wait because I know that the next ride I I get is going to be really good. That's the key. And again, I think this this will be a good basis of what we're talking about today, which is singleness. Anyway, let's do a best work, best work message. Well, I just... that's not what we're doing on this podcast. I work for myself, so I'll just start messaging myself while I filth throughout the day and then we can use that. Yeah. I get some good work messages. Yeah, you do. But that's not what uh that's not what that's not what I'm gonna read out on the podcast. Um, okay, so here's one. The subject line of the message is called is pussy liquors. Ooh. The image, and as you know, this is a pet peeve of mine, is a man's bare, unsheathed penis pushing into either a vagina or a bum, but it's got pants on. Okay. Knickers. Sorry, pants. Like a toddler. Um, No, knickers on it. And I, I hate when men have pictures of other women in their photos I hate it I love how you thought that pants 
was the word that made you sound like a toddler, not bum. Bum. Stop saying asshole? bum. I don't know. Yeah, asshole or ass. Asshole, ass. Okay, fine. Anyway, here's the message. If you need a handyman willing to do some work around your place for some fun, free of charge, you can get me. I'm name 41 years old. Note his profile says 43. So that's how old this copy and paste message is. 41 years old, clean, educated, respectable, unless you don't want me to be. I can fix plumbing, light, electrical, masonry. I can... As if you just, like, casually need a little bit of masonry work done. <laughs> I've, been ringing, I've been meaning to ring that stonemason for ages. Maybe yeah. I'll just make this time. I can plaster and decorate, painting, etc. I don't care about your status, married or divorced. I am very discreet. He did spell discreet correctly, which is points. At the end, you will have the desired job done and you will have some mind-numbing orgasms as well. Kick me, his kick. Or what's up, his <laughs> phone number. <laughs> I wish I can lick and suck your pussy till you cum, C-U-M-E, on my tongue. I really want to taste your hot, juicy cum, <laughs> C-U-M-E. Wow. I think the cum just wild okay but okay that's the message and that's not an unusual message does his username begin with an or i yes okay so i don't know if oh, you remember no. this i don't know is this the guy fuck <laughs> sake sarah so sarah five years ago fucking replied to that message because she needed some painting done in her apartment Yes. And she was really into the sluttier the sex, the better. Yes. And I got him over and he painted my sitting room for me and I gave him a blowjob. Now, I didn't coom. I didn't get any mind-numbing orgasms, but I gave him a blowjob as payment. He was very happy with himself. I was fucking delighted to have my sitting room painted. I remember you were chuffed with yourself. It was, it was for getting your sitting room painted. Best thing ever. Like, I would recommend him. Like, he's nice. Well, I did look at his um, verifications, mm. and um, I didn't see you there, but it's obviously on an old, an old profile. If you verified him, it's gone now, right? Yeah, I think it was my first profile. But he does have a couple of repeat customers. He has three repeat customers. So that must be good. But here is the verification that... Obviously, I was never going to meet this guy anyway. But here's the verification that... Excuse me. Why? Because only crazy people would do this? No, he's just not my type. He's not my type either. To be fair, I do need some work done around my house. I have a very serious mold problem in my spare room, Sarah. You do. And I need you to sort it out, please, because it's really inconvenient to me that I can't stay over whenever I want yeah. to facilitate my social life. So if you could just get a move on there. And I actually do think that problem is going to require masonry skills to fix. <laughs> <Anyway>. um, <laughs> this, so I was reading the verifications and this just made me laugh. I was like, this is the verification. Pleasure to meet. 
name a while ago. Wow, pleasure is the right word. This sexy guy is pure focus on giving absolute pleasure. He's a demon at oral, so much so I gushed, helped by his amazing cock. He's so easygoing and had me kissing deeply and at ease in seconds. We never got around to any jobs. <laughs> I was very satisfied with the end result. Let me tell you. <laughs> this man came to my apartment on the promise of doing some building work. And the building work was not done. Not only would I not be leaving a verification, I'd be reporting him to the building ombudsman or something. <laughs> on a false promise. Well. I would be fuming. Why didn't I get the oral? And maybe you didn't ask. No, I didn't ask. Which, which wouldn't be like you. What? I would ask for it. Some sort of slut. <laughs> Heaven forbid. Yeah, well, bitch, I got my whole sitting room painted in a fucking day. That was good. It was really good. It was really good. Well, that's very funny and how serendipitous that I chose that message for the best worst message. And as you're reading it out, I was like, yeah, yeah, this is him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. There you go. Um, but yeah, so what we're going to talk about today is we thought that because we spend so much time giving out about not having any dick and being single, um, that we would maybe try and talk about the benefits of being single yeah, and what we like so. about it. Yeah. Because like you were saying before, you know you're not missing out on anything. Yeah. And I think that's what it all sort of comes down to. Discuss the, the end. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye. No. <laughs> so we're coming from two very different places on this, obviously, right? Because I've had several serious relationships, two relationships where I lived with someone. Don't make a face. I'm just stating facts. Oh, I'm two. Michelle, and I've had several long term relationships. Not several, two. Two long term relationships. You said several. Sorry, please continue to tell me about all of the long-term relationships that you've had. I've had two long-term relationships. One of five years, one of six years, where I lived with both of them. Not at the same time. Separate relationships. And then I've had... That would be complicated. And then I've had two other boyfriends of six months. Yeah. So four... had a boyfriend when I was 17 Mm. for like eight months. We broke up when he went to college. I was a year below him. He finished his leave and went off to college. I was devastated and have not been in a relationship since. But were you not in a relationship when you got pregnant? Yeah, or like technically, yeah, but like, no. But it was, it was like early days. Yeah, like we, yeah, like we met at Oxygen. I was pregnant by October. We broken up by Christmas. Yeah, so not no. Yeah, I don't count it. Like, and we were really young. Like I was nineteen. He was nineteen. We were in college, different sides of the country. Like we didn't spend a lot of time together. Got it. Got it. Got it. So our viewpoints on kind of single or the benefits of are very different because I have a lot of very practical. practical benefits Mm. and yours are I don't know what yours will be 
Well, I, this is just all I know, really. Yeah. That's a benefit. <laughs> what you know is comfortable, right? It is. It is comfortable. Yeah. Um. And for me, I think for me, I've had to learn the benefits over time. Mm-hmm. Because I think when you're younger, because this is the, what we're taught and what we're sold, is that the aim is to be in our relationship. Yes. And being in a relationship is better and is what you want. And that you should be in a relationship almost at any cost. Yeah. But as you get older, you realize that actually it's not always all it's cracked up to be or maybe it's not ever all it's cracked up to be Mm. and that actually there are plenty of things about being single that are just as good if not better than being in a relationship absolutely I think it's really interesting because from like a social point of view I think it's a fair assumption to make that people like regardless of gender people are are more productive and contribute to society more when they're in happy relationships. Right. Why do you think that is? Because I think when people are single, and again, this is all very theoretical, but when people are single, they're so focused on finding a person that they Mm. maybe aren't really living life other than that interesting whereas when people are in happy relationships they are freed up to I don't know fucking contribute to their community to have hobbies to get involved with fucking causes to you know not go out every single Friday and Saturday night because they're looking for a man and maybe go for join a running club or whatever I think people generally contribute in a more positive way when they're in a happy relationship but the key word there is happy and I think that there's part of it as well, which is to do with shared labor as well. So if you're living together and you're running one household, Mm. but there's two people, Mm -hmm. it's not going to be shared equally. That's a different episode of the podcast, but you're not going to have as much to do because there's somebody else doing some of it. So you have more time and energy to spend elsewhere on yourself. That's obviously if you don't have kids. Yeah, but it's also still true if you have kids because there will be some sharing going on there as well in terms of sharing the neighbor. Um, it sounded like I just said sharing the neighbor. Sharing the neighbor. That's yeah. another, That's also a different episode of the podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, the key to <clears throat> that argument is that these people that we're talking about are in happy relationships. Yes. And I have said this to you before um, and I'll say it again. When I look at the pe- the relationships in my life, when I look at the people in my personal life who are in relationships, I can't see anything that I want in those relationships. Now, with the exception of the fact that I'm getting to know more people in the kink scene and more couples in the kink scene, and I'm seeing them interact with each other and think, that looks fun, but I don't fucking know anything about these people. Yes. Like you only get to see that one aspect of them where they've they've come out yeah. for the night and that at a minimum means they're on good terms with each other and the times when they're at each other's throats or they're too busy or they're stressed or other life stuff is happening, you, you don't see them, they're not there. So it's a little almost like an Instagram reel highlight of 
knowing someone yeah in that way because you only really see them when times are good like people don't come out to go to kink events when times are shit or they're having a shit time in the relationship absolutely so i i'm kind of discounting them from this but the people whose relationships i do see i don't i don't fucking want any of that i don't want any of it Mm. there there are parts of being in a relationship that i do love and i do miss um the companionship having someone around is great and lovely um especially for someone who lives alone I notice, especially after the pandemic, I notice a big difference in myself and my energy and my mood and how I am based on whether I've had human interaction (laughs) in the past 24 to 48 hours, like live, real life human interaction. So I know, I mean, like, I'm happier if I'm around people. Okay. And because I live alone and I work from home, I might only be around people two or three times a week so I do miss that aspect of it the, the companionship um is and that the, sorry just I just want to ask you a question is that companionship or is that company I think it's uh, there are two different things but both mm. because like if you say and I'm not ch- trying to challenge you in this. I'm trying to understand. If you say that you miss companionship and you notice a benefit after you've like spent the day at the office and you've been around people, would you say that you share companionship with the people that you work with? Because that seems to me, no. like I would think companionship has a level of intimacy that you're not going to get from your colleagues. Yeah, sorry. So, yeah, I know what you mean. It, it is just about being, that aspect of it is just about being around people. But the companionship piece is more about coming home and having someone at home and, you know, they're there and they feel like home to you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and there is an element of intimacy there and whatever. And it, there is, I don't care what anybody says, there is a difference between having that on a platonic level than having it on a relationship level. There just oh, yeah, there has to be. Because people will say like, a lot of non-monogamous people will say that you can get your companionship needs met from different people in different ways or whatever, whatever. And you don't necessarily need to have that from a romantic partner. And I kind of get that, but it's definitely different um, in a romantic relationship, having a person like that person is your person. Well, like to me, I would ask the question, if my friends can give me the same level of companionship that you can give me, why are you here? Like there has to be another yeah. level. <laughs> Otherwise, why are you, why are you not just friends? You know what I mean? Yes, 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 yes. Because if you think about like your closest best friends, you, you can I, I I can do anything with you, right? We can go out on a night out. We can go on holidays. We can sit around looking disgusting in our own filth. We can talk absolute shit. We can spend an hour together and not even speak and just yeah. be scrolling on our phones. Mm. The only thing we don't have is that intimacy. Yeah. So if your friends are giving you the same level of companionship slash intimacy as your partner, what what your partner's just your friend. Yes. Do you know what I mean? That seems weird yeah. to me. Yes. Um 
we're actually supposed to be talking about the benefits of being single, but we've just spent five minutes talking about the benefits of companionship. But there you go. But yeah, that's one of the things I do miss. Okay. But my point is, outside of that, I now realize that there's not really that much else that's a benefit except for the really good sex. Yeah. And that's on the assumption that you're having really good sex. Mm. Mm. and I am a person who wouldn't be in a relationship unless I was having really good sex Mm -hmm. and I've never been in a relationship where I haven't had really good sex Mm -hmm. um although I guess my definition of really good sex has changed over time interesting so do you think that the future Mr. Michelle whoever he is you will be looking for something different sexually than you were with your previous partners not 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 necessarily. I just think, obviously, what I think is really good sex now at 39 is different than really good sex that I thought was really good sex at age 18 when I had my first boyfriend. Okay, yeah. Um, Because I didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. But at yeah. the time, I was happy with the sexual relationships. Although I think I said this to you before, maybe I said it on the pod, in my last relationship, my last long-term relationship, there was a time when I was really unhappy with the amount of sex that we were having and we were having sex once a week. And I was like, Oh my God, bad death. Yeah. You said, worse. This, you said this in the last episode and now you're like, and now I'm like, imagine wow, spoiled bitch. Yeah. Fucking spoiled bitch. But like, you know, that was just a symptom of wider issues and whatever and fine. But um, yeah, the other thing is really good sex. That's what I miss. Mm. Okay, so funny thing happened. Sarah's internet dropped right at this point of the podcast. And she came back and we recorded, I would say, approximately another hour, another hour of of content. But when she came back online, her microphone never started working again. So this is a mini-sode. You're welcome. Um, and if you want to hear our thoughts on the benefits of being single, you are shit out of luck. Okay, thanks. That's the end. Thanks for listening. Um, you can find us over on Instagram on Up Your Filth Podcast. Come over and give us a little follow if you're not already. Um, otherwise, we'll be back in two weeks. Say goodbye, Sarah. Bye.